Welcome everyone to my Amazing Yukon Life podcast. Today is an interesting day because I got to go to Dawson City. Um, it was a bit of a business and a pleasure trip, that's for sure. And this is a great time of year to go to Dawson because there's all sorts of activities happening here in Whitehorse, plus in Dawson City and all of the communities along the way. What I'm talking about is the Yukon Quest dog sled race. It used to be a 1,000 mile race, but now it's a 450 mile race, which is no short order, that's for darn sure. And there are also people doing this race as a human-powered race, believe it or not. They're following the same quest trail, and my guest today will talk about that in detail. But this race now is about a week old, so I thought I'd get at it right away and put this on the air as soon as possible. So you can hear from the people who run this organization called the Yukon Quest and what they are doing to get things set up in Dawson City. Here we go. Welcome to My Amazing Yukon Life Podcast. It's time now to sit back and fill your gold poke with nuggets of knowledge as we pan through stories of desperate struggle, wild adventure, love, despair, and untold fortune, recounted by those with the tenacity, determination, and grit to survive and thrive amidst the magic and mystery of Canada's Yukon. And now, your host, affectionately known as Trapper Dan, Yukon's Renaissance man, Daniel Haley. Hey, we're ready to roll. All right. And I get the colorful mic. I like it. Nice. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to my Amazing Yukon Life podcast. Today, I'm sitting here with Gabby, and we are in Dawson City. And we are actually kind of smunched into a little room here at the downtown hotel. And Gabby was nice enough to meet with me on short order. So welcome to the podcast, Gabby. Well, thank you for your interest. Thanks for asking. Oh, my pleasure. Sorry, I don't know your last name, Gabby. Skaga. Yes. Skaga. S-K-A-G-A. No, it's a G. S-G-A. Lady Gaga with an S. That's what <laughs> okay. I. That's how people can spell it now. I awesome. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for correcting my ignorance. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> so I understand that you are extremely involved in what goes on in this town. Like in our brief conversation, I see you're like flying all over tonight. And it, it seems to be like that. And in fact, I've really cut down actually, so I'm not sure if I'm doing a good job of it. But uh, yeah, well. well, I mean, there's certain things that I really love. And so I, it's a labor of love. Yeah. And they say a willing horse gets a heavier cart to pull. So. <laughs> My cart's pretty heavy right <laughs> now. You. So tell me about what's going on today. What are you doing? Uh, well, today I met uh, I met with somebody um, regarding the Yukon Quest. So um, I'm the checkpoint manager for the Yukon Quest. Okay. And uh, I've booked the visitor center as the checkpoint. Right. And uh, I was in there talking with somebody about space and about... Uh, the shoot that we're going to set up, the finish shoot, it's the finish line this year. So you say finish, oh shoot, so shoot is just the name for the... It's for where they, they pull in with the big banners and everything, right, the finish right. line, yeah. So just kind of trying to do the final arrangements before they show up. Is this your first quest? Gosh, no. <laughs> no. You know, I'm starting to talk in the 20s now. Actually, okay. I started helping out in 99. I got here in the winter of 98. Yeah. And in 99, I'm like, hey, I'll help. And I have not, <laughs> I somehow got roped into it for the last 24 years. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just, I haven't stopped yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not no. yet. No. And w- tell me about this race compared to other ones. Does this look any different? Or any- It's definitely very different. Uh, we, we were the finish line once uh, in 2006, but that was an accident. Uh, they were planning to go to Whitehorse as they normally do, Fairbanks to Whitehorse, a thousand miles. Right. But the weather was quite bad. And so I got a phone call after I shut everything down from Pelly Crossing that they were coming back. 
and Dawson would be the finish. But that was completely spontaneous. Normally, it would have ended. Right? So this is the first time it's a, a planned finish. It's a 450-mile race this time rather than 1,000. And right. Dawson will be the finish. So what's the logistic? Why 450 instead of 1,000? Just because uh, of the Because border? normally, it would be going into the U.S. And right. the U.S. is Alaska's holding their own races right now. So it's kind of like both sides are holding races. And eventually, hopefully, uh, we'll get back together and do a 1,000-mile race. But uh, okay. for, the, for this year, they're going to do separate races. And what is the one going on in Alaska right now? Uh, they just finished the 550, so they've got uh, various three various distance races, and and we as well have three various distance races. Okay. And so they'll. I'm not sure much about the logistics of Alaska, but but right. here we've got races ending in Braeburn, Pelly, and here in Dawson. And those are all quest races. They're all quest races. Yeah. Okay. And this has nothing to do with, with the one that's going on as the um, the skiing bike. No, that's the Arctic Ultra actually. Right. And normally they are around the same time we are, but it's a completely completely different. They're biking, they're walking, mm-hmm. um, mushers are mushing with the dogs. So right. very different. Yeah. And taking the same trail though. Same trail. Yeah. And yeah. then different time frame. And and this year we're sharing the checkpoint. We're kind of both at the same time. So that's who I was chatting with earlier was to try to work out our logistics in the checkpoint. We're actually going to have a bunch of finishers right. from all walks of life. It's going to be exciting. Well, I was looking at the upcoming events, and right now is the uh, Ultra coming in. That's probably right. Probably tomorrow. Yeah, the bike, the bicyclists, I think, would be coming in pretty right. soon. I think what I yeah. heard is about 70, 70 miles out right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, she's really motoring. Scroggy she's Creek. She's fast, yeah. In Indian River area. Yeah, yeah. And then next week is the Quest. Yeah, so they're expecting the Quest left Whitehorse uh, today. Today it started, and they're expecting the first musher maybe around Wednesday morning at 3 a.m., but that's a guesstimate. Mm -hmm. The trail could be excellent. They could be faster. They could be slower. Mm -hmm. Hard to say. So tell me about the trail. Who sets this trail? Because people who are listening have no idea what this is about. Um, Well, normally they get people uh, to, like the Rangers, for instance, the Canadian Rangers uh, would help with the trail. Um, they, they get people out there to sort of smooth it out and make it make it work right. so that uh, when the mushrooms come along, it's hopefully the safest trail it could be. But the challenge, of course, is weather and yeah. temperature. So you're never going to actually know that's the challenge of it. Right. So there's a lot of people involved in this quest, a lot of different walks of right. life involved in the quest. Yeah, and the safety is a big thing. Safety is a big thing. That's why they've got the vets. Uh, the vets are always, you know, checking the dogs, the officials. Uh, definitely safety is, is a huge deal. Yeah, everybody loves the dogs. Like, you know, we want it to be to be the best for them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing how passionate the mushers are about these oh, dogs. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. you get a bunch of dog people together, you don't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> no, and I have 11 dogs actually. I have sled dogs as well. Okay, that explains and the back of your truck. That <laughs> explains why I have these big boxes on the back of my truck. And it's hard not to talk dogs. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> you just... You just it just happens. Yeah, no, they're lovely yeah. creatures. Yeah. So 20 years here. Um, no, no, no. I'm on 25 now. 25? Uh, yeah, me. September will be 25 years. And that's 24 longer. I planned one year. It's the same story everybody has. I know. It's two weeks or one year. I know. One year I had sublet my apartment. I was ready to, you know, nope, nope, never went back. So where was home before? Uh, originally from Montreal, but I was living in Kingston in Ontario. So okay. I sublet my apartment and then had my friends move me out because I just didn't go back. <laughs> I went out in the bush. I started running dogs. I lived out in the bush. It was like the whole thing. So The whole experience. The whole experience. It was like, whew. And you haven't been disappointed, obviously, since you got here. No, I found a whole 25 years worth of adventure. I know. Eh? <laughs> it's still going. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Although I got to say, as I get older, before it used to be adventure, and now it's work. <laughs> as I get older, I have yeah. to say. <laughs> but I mean, it's still cool. Like it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I love it here, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I like to ask this question to all the people, actually. It's called the gold nugget of knowledge. If you knew something back then that you know now, what kind of advice would you give to a younger you or someone planning to come up here? Oh, gosh. Well, first of all, I would have said bring the right clothes because I brought completely all the wrong clothes. <laughs> the first year I had to borrow clothes from everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Gore-Tex freezes at 50 below. <laughs> I didn't know that. I borrowed the clothing from friends yeah. <laughs> that I made. How about footwear? Anything you recommend? Uh, well, definitely for me, uh, bunny boots. Uh, those are those big white. Yes, I saw you wore the black ones. You're uh, wearing the black ones. The white ones, yeah. Those are fantastic for mushing and being on the river. Yeah. I ended up making my own mukluks. I Did learned you? how to make them because they're fantastic with this dry snow we have here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I kind of learned from the, the First Nation and, and learned how to make some. I made yeah. an anorak as well Oh, nice. Uh, for being out in the bush. So it's, you know learned a lot of that. I guess I would say to myself, just look out, man. You're going to be a whole different person by the time you're done with this. <laughs> a good, the, the, a, a person that I really like. I've grown a lot and I really yeah. like who I've become. Yeah. And that's really thanks in a way to the North, you know? It is. I think that's why a lot of people show up here, actually. Yeah. But you don't expect to. Like, if you're no. open to it, you'll learn, but you don't expect it. And mm-hmm. boy, it's burn and learn. <laughs> oh, I burn and learn the first year. I thought, oh my God. <laughs> so tell me about place you live here in West Dawson. So now I'm in West Dawson. Yes, for the first five years, I well, first year I lived way out in the bush. And then mm-hmm. five years I lived across the Klondike River. So I had to canoe home every day. I only okay. had, I had no road access. So the dogs came in handy right. in the winter for transporting. Right. And then now last 18 years, I've lived in West Dawson. So I can get across by ferry and ice bridge if the river cooperates. Right. Um, so I just live on two acres uh, in West Dawson, off grid. So no running water, no electricity, none of that right. uh, with my 11 dogs. Okay. Yeah. And we've had similar lifestyles. I was 10 years off the grid. Oh, yes. Yeah. But well, it didn't, didn't have a river to cross. That's another challenge. You know, and with the changing, it, yeah, and things are changing. The river's not freezing so easily anymore. The weather's yeah. warmer. Spring is later, follows earlier. Like, we're really seeing these changes, and, and it affects us trying to cross this river. Like, mm-hmm. it's you never know now mm-hmm. if you're going to get across so easily. And freeze up this year uh, it took nine, eight weeks, and normally it takes maybe six. Mm-hmm. So you just don't know what to expect anymore. So it's becoming challenging to be able to get across. But once we have a great ice bridge now and it's so easy to get across right now right but then come break up it'll be a challenge well that challenging part there i mean you got to figure out what you're doing with your dogs for a few weeks yes well that's the thing i you know you always have to arrange to have somebody there or if i can be there depending you know it depends on work and it depends on what's going on so i usually try to stay there but sometimes in the spring if you start work you have to you know be in town so it just depends so being the dog person you are, what's going on tonight that's dog-related? Ah, well, I'm also on the Humane Society <laughs> oh, board. surprise. <laughs> surprise. Uh, and so we're actually doing a fundraiser. Gertie's is kind, uh, really allows local organizations to do fundraising evenings. So our fundraiser tonight, we are doing a, a 50-50 draw. We're doing a competition with pictures, dog, animal pictures and animal videos. Pick the cutest. Nice. And you get a cash prize. We're also doing, and I think I can say this on the air, the dog ball highball. Okay. Which is like the sour toe, but using a different appendage. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Really? Yes. I've never and heard so, of this. oh, no, you should come and try I it. I will then. be there tonight. In fact, but... I think I'm doing it. So I, I'll cheer okay. you on. Okay. <laughs> so we're doing that. And we're just basically raising money uh, for the shelter. Um, and yeah, it's going to be fun. And we have a live band as well. So we got a band playing as well, a local band. Nice. Yeah, maybe with your guitar, you could get up there and do some jamming. I have a guitar right here. Do you? Yeah. You might want to bring it. I will bring it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. 
Okay. Is there anything else we could talk about that I forgot to mention? Or is there some some aspect of this race that I've glazed over by accident? Um, no. I mean, it's really, it's different every year. You know, there's similarities and then there's differences. You know, like running the dogs and just being out there and trying to, you know, um, survive, so to speak. You know, it's... Uh, is is kind of the similarity the differences are weather and temperature and you just never know and mm-hmm. uh, it's just fascinating and the people who run the dogs are i find them very they're all interesting oh they are dog people are cool they're they're good <laughs> characters they're good people they are good people yeah good. so there's always some stories to hear and uh and it becomes a family actually we call it the quest family i've met people like i've run this checkpoint now for a long time and i've met people from around the world we're still in touch mm-hmm. you know it's it, we call it a quest family it's it's really it's really cool and I'm glad I found that. And some come back every year. Like I've had people come back every year, every second year from as far away as, yeah, as Germany or, you know, even Australia. And uh, and it's really cool how we stay connected. And, and that's really neat. And, and this is all, you know, because of the, the, the nature and the tradition of it and the dogs. Thanks very much, Gabby. I appreciate you taking your time to meet with me and I will see you tonight. And all right. We will... Uh, I'll see you at the dog ball highball table. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to partake in that. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I've said that live, I guess I will be doing that. All right. All right. Thanks, Gabby. Take Bye. Care. Thank you. Thanks everyone for joining me today on My Amazing Yukon Life podcast. That was Gabby from Dawson City and that was just this weekend on Saturday. So please follow the Yukon Quest as well as the Arctic Ultra You can check that out on the Facebook groups, as well as in the local CBC News. And again, thank you very much for subscribing to My Amazing Yukon Life podcast. I hope you like this show, and thanks for the suggestions. And I will see you in the very near future, but I'd like to leave you with one quote about volunteers before I go, because that's really what makes these events happen. This is a quote by an unknown author. However, I believe it summarizes what we're seeing in the Yukon on a daily basis, and especially around this time of year. It goes like this. Volunteering is the ultimate exercise in democracy. You can vote in an election once a year, but when you volunteer, you vote every day about the kind of community that you want to live in. Until next time, you take care, and we'll talk soon. Cheers. (laughs) 